We are blessed. And we should be so thankful for being blessed. Amen? So I'm going to turn to to the 17th chapter. This is where I left off on Wednesday night. I want you to go back with me to John 17, because this is Jesus making intercession for you. It's awesome. It's very powerful. He's actually intercessing for his disciples, which are now going to be apostles. Does anyone know the difference between a believer and a disciple? Have you ever thought about that? Because not all believers are disciples. What does a disciple do? They follow Christ. That's a disciple. And you know what? You must be a disciple before you can be what? An apostle. Wow. Everybody, anybody ever put that in perspective? Within yourself? That I must follow Jesus. And if I follow Jesus, I'm being discipled. And if I'm being discipled, it's to become apostolic. And apostolic is not in the earth. Where's it at? It's in heaven. So before the disciples could become apostles, what did they have to receive? They had to receive the Holy Ghost, which is all of us. We must also receive the Holy Ghost because in that Holy Ghost is the testimony in truth of Jesus Christ. Wow. So, I want to read some of this again. And I'm, I'm not going to read it all. That's your job. That's, that's what you need to do. But there are things that um, have to be said again so that we get it. These are the words that Jesus spoke. And he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you. So Jesus told the Father, okay, glorify your Son. And your son will do what? Glorify him. Glorify the Father. Isn't that awesome? So that glory that God gave to Jesus, who did Jesus give it to? Gave it back to God, but did he also give it to us? Yeah, and that's what I want to make sure we see today. As you have given Jesus power over all flesh, or given me power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you should have given him. So Jesus had eternal life, gave it to his, gave it to his disciples, correct? That's awesome. And this is life eternal. Now this is important. This is life eternal, that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So what's, what's eternal life? To know God and to know Jesus Christ, whom whom he has sent. So when John wrote his gospel, how did how did uh, John start out his whole gospel? Anybody remember? Uh, John 1, 1? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he began to reveal the Father as the Father had revealed it to him, and he began to reveal Jesus Christ, whom Jesus Christ had revealed unto him. That's how he started his gospel. That's powerful. So now we're in the 17th chapter of the book of John. 
And as John heard Jesus say it, John is now giving unto you. One thing I know for sure. You know, none of the Bible was written while Jesus was on earth. Or none of them. New Testament. It all came by remembrance by the Holy Ghost. All of it. All of it. Came by the Holy Ghost in the remembrance of who they are. Pretty important to understand. And I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work. And this is where I laid the importance the other night. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which you gave me to do. So how do we glorify God on the earth? We finish his work. Because one thing, the one mistake that I was getting ready to make was not to be a finisher of the work of God until the Word of God showed up and healed it all to make manifest and solidify the testimony of Jesus Christ in me. Thank goodness for that, right? So is he going to do the same for you? This is why it's become so important. So what Dan said, part of the thing that was happening in you was because of what? What was happening in, in me. So that's the, that's the truth of it. That's where... It's always about the angel of the Lord, and it's always about the elder or the apostle. And what the elder and apostle covers in you for your sake. Now we think that, well, you're just Dave Lowry. No, that's wrong thinking. I'm not, I'm not Dave Lowry. I'm an elder of the Most High God who has been dude with power from on high that you might hear the sent word of God. And as long as we see it as a man in the flesh, we will never enter the spirit. It will not happen. Because as long as we refer to it as a man in the flesh, you will always see the imperfection of the man and never see the perfection that is in Jesus Christ. Does that make, does that make it more clear, more understandable to you? Sure. That's like being at the... I explained it to Barth the other day this way. It's like Israel standing at the gate of Kadesh Barnea, the entrance of Kadesh. What was Kadesh Barnea? The promised land. So we stand at the entrance into the promised land, and we look upon it, and we see how great it is. But we still got to send 12 spies into it. And the spies go into it, and 10 of them see something that puts fear in them, two of them see the promise of God. Unfortunately, the ten with fear won out. Thus, Brian, thus Pastor Brian's been preaching on what? Fear not. Because you can't listen. The promise of the Father is what? The Holy Ghost. The promise of the Father is the Holy Ghost. How are you going to receive, receive it if you are fearful? You're not. It's not going to happen. So if this is the year of the Spirit and Pastor Brian saying, well, fear not, if you, if you will allow God to remove the fear from you, what are you going to receive? You're going to re Do you believe that? I hope you believe it because it, it is the truth. It is Jesus. So if our perception is of men in the flesh or men in the fleshly body, our perception's missing Jesus Christ. 
That's that's a hard transition to make in the mind. Correct? Because we can see the... You can talk to my wife for 30 minutes and she can tell you all about Dave Lowry, who is not perfect. She's got the witness on that. But that's not the man that Jesus Christ sees. He sees it differently. And now, Father, glorify me with your own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. So did Jesus have this glory that he's asking the Father for? Did he have it before? Did you? Yes. Jesus is making intercession for you according to the will of God. Because everything that you're about to be endued with from power on high is everything that you had with the Father before. And it's really hard for us to consider that in and of ourselves, isn't it? Because all we look at, the only way we can look at ourselves is through the eyes of the flesh. And all we see are fleshly bodies that don't amount to a hill of beans. And that's not how God sees us. I have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of the world. Thine they were, and you gave them to me. And they have kept my word. So, who did they belong to in the beginning? God. They were gods. And God gave them to Jesus. And Jesus kept them through his word. Whose word? The Father's word. Because that's who Jesus is. He's the word of God. Now they have known that all things whatsoever you have given me are of you. So everything that Jesus was, where did it come from? It came from the Father. Everything. There was nothing in Jesus Christ that was not of God. Yet how did the Pharisees seem? Huh? What did they even call him? Yeah, called him a devil. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how the Pharisee sees. So if I'm in that mindset, then who's alive? What spirit's in me? Spirit of the Pharisee. Wow. Strong stuff, huh? True stuff. It always kills the truth. Kills Jesus. For I have given them the word which you gave me. They received it and have known surely that I came out from you. And they have believed that you did send me. Now, is he not talking about the same word in us? Same word. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that true or not true? It is true. So the same Jesus that came from the beginning is the same Jesus that we talk about today. It is he who we preach. I pray for them. I pray not for the world. Did you hear that? But for them which you have given me, for they are yours. Yeah, wow. So all those disciples that became apostolic, who did they always belong to? They always belonged to the Father. Always. And all are mine. And all, excuse me, and all, everything I have is yours. And everything that you have is mine. And I am glorified in them. So, where is Jesus glorified? In those that were the fathers from the beginning? 
Where are you going to be glorified? In those that were the fathers from the beginning? Why is it always preached then that we need to find who we were in the beginning? Because in the beginning, we belonged to God. That's the only way God knows us. Knows us no other way. And we should be so thankful for it. And that is why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to get us and take us all back to the Father. Isn't that awesome? So you can go in and read, and I really encourage you to read. Shoot, we got time. I'll read it to you, starting with verse 23. And, there, and you have to go and read 11 through 22 also, just so you know. But the things that I've already spoken to you this morning when, in regards to these things, bear those things in mind when you go to read it because it's taking you out of the, the mind frame of just being a human being in the planet Earth. It doesn't even refer to that in any way, shape, or form. It's only referring to you in the Father. That's why Jesus can speak to it so earnestly and so powerfully. I in them, and you in me. So if Jesus is in us, who's in, who's in Jesus? The Father. That they Now here, here comes this word. That they may be made perfect. In one. So how can we be made perfect? Huh? How can we be made perfect? In the Father. Knowing where we were in the beginning. And when we begin to know and understand that, the revelation of Jesus Christ is at hand. And the world may know that you have sent me and has loved them as you have loved me. Father, I will now. Okay, antennas go up, right? I will. Because he's not, he's talking about the same will that he followed to become the word sent. He is now speaking that will to you. I will that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am. Wow. Beware. And where's he going? He's going back into the Father, where he was in the beginning. And that's where you're going. That they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. Oh. So, before everything that we understand here, he's taking you to where you understand it in the Father from the beginning. So everything that we perceive here, what's going to happen to it? It's going to fade away. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. So when we can come to the place where we know that Jesus Christ was sent from the Father, he came out of the Father, he's going back to the Father, and when those things are known in us, wow, Think you'll have some power with God? Think you'll have the Holy Ghost? Do you think you'll be able to speak the Word of God? Do you think you can speak the testimony of Jesus Christ? I believe so. And I have declared unto them your name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith you have loved me may be in them, 
and I in them. Wow. That's powerful love. Very powerful. So then do you think you can love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and all your strength? The answer to that is absolutely yes. Wow. That's a good place to be, isn't it, Lou? Amen. Amen. Any, any thoughts or any questions about those things this morning? All right. Well, God bless you. Yes, Lou. There was a testimony that opened the door, right? This is why, this is why it becomes important for everyone to testify. Because it opens the door to hear the word of God. Because all testimony is the testimony of Jesus Christ if we're in the word of God. So I don't want to testify of, of myself, right? I want to testify of Jesus Christ and the works that he has done. So it, the, it, there's a, I almost used the word magic and that would have been disgusting. The working of the Spirit is beyond human comprehension when it comes to what it makes manifest in the mind and how we celebrate it in the mind through the glory of Jesus Christ. And so for sure, listen, for sure, your testimony that you have been given by the Word of God, because you're, you just don't have a testimony of nothingness, you have a testimony because God has put his word in you. And you believe that word and you are following that word. So that word is not yours. That is the word of God. It's the word that he has put in you to speak. And when you speak it, it opens the door for understanding to come by the Holy Ghost. And, you know, we just haven't. We just have not understood those things. Can you can you say amen to that? And and we are going. This is going to be a time where these things begin to uh, make the Lord known in us, and we're going to testify of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, and the glory of God is going to fill the house of God. 